Welcome back to another edition of the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Julian. My co-host, Justin, is alongside me, as so every week. Uh, We're here this week, back again, riding high off the Miami-Philly victory. Just as true fans, because, you know, we're true fans. We're not... We don't we don't just talk and and do the you know journalism part where we kind of now nah, we're fans we like the heat if you don't like them screw you look at that look at that you got it today it was only right to kind of reiterate that as the the Miami Heat you know twenty and eight right now I believe we're sitting second in the East. Just beat Philly. Yeah, I mean, we've had a good week. We lost to the Lakers in a close game on Friday. Um, you know, that was a thriller. It felt like the playoff atmosphere is what I've heard, you know, from the players and uh, fans at the game. So, right, coming off of that Atlanta Hawk victory that we had killed them in overtime, uh, we lost to the Lakers, as I mentioned. But then we bounced back and beat the Mavericks on Saturday. Uh, we were blowing them out. We let them kind of come back. We let the lead slip away. It was it was looking kind of typical, typical Heat basketball, you know, third quarter stuff. But um we didn't let them prevail. We went to overtime and we remained undefeated in overtime, 5-0. and um, We're outscoring people by like 65 points uh, in overtime. And then we go and lose to the Grizzlies, which was a frustrating loss because I feel like, um, I mean, Valanchunas was just hot that game. That He's like a heat killer. Uh, Valanchunas was was putting up buckets in the first half. They couldn't miss. They had they were shooting like almost sixty percent from three, um, and it was it was just nothing we could do about it. John Morant was in our eyes, no. <laughs> but I mean, if you're looking at it from an from an aspect of of you know what really happened. We weren't playing Miami Heat defense, right? And uh, we didn't do that in the second half versus the Mavericks either. Versus the Lakers, we played a really good competitive game, and we were playing that Miami Heat defense, bringing it to them. Bam Adebayo had his, you know, nice little coming out party on ESPN. Um, And it was great that we noticed it because he won Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Now that, you know, a week after Jimmy Butler wins it for the East. Uh, And... Zach Lowe and Adrian Wojnarowski were doing that trade special, trade deadline special, and 
they really mention Bam. You know, they, they talk about him. And whenever somebody talks about Bam out of bio, it's like always like a positive type of wow. You know what I mean? Like happy for the guy. Like everybody. So um, it's like the way the Heat felt about UD at a young age. That's how like the world feels about Bam out of bio. So um, he's just culture, culture down. And and the Heat are gonna pay him the bag. They're gonna pay him the bag when it comes time, and because he's worth every dollar. Yeah. Right. Chris Bosch, like when we have those solidified bigs. Birdman. Honorable mentions. We'll throw it out there. You know, I mean, it just changes. You can tell it changes the dynamic and it kind of sets the culture. So it's nice to see that the big man is back in prominent in the basketball. And we even heard it from Jimmy himself. Jimmy himself said, like, that's why Bam has to play so many minutes. Like, the offense, make no mistake about it, like, the offense. Blows through Bam. He's a big part of the offense. Yep. Those dribble handoffs, pick and rolls. Uh, and, and he can defend one through five. Like, that's what Bam does. I mean, we, we can turn this into the Bam on a bio podcast, if, you know, to be honest with you. But most improved player this year. I mean, we'll I don't see why not. If, if Bam on a doesn't get to the All Star game this year, it's one again. It's gonna be one of those Darius Leonard missing the Pro Bowl last year. You see how they gave Darius Leonard. Now that we're talking about it, you mentioned it earlier. Darius Leonard is a Pro Bowler, ladies and gentlemen. Darius Leonard is a Pro Bowler. He was All Pro last year. He was supposed to be a Pro Bowler last year. Led the league in tackles. Had like seven sacks. Yes, sir. Seven sacks, four or five interceptions, three forced fumbles. This year he got a pick six. He got like four and three interceptions, about like six sacks. You know, doing it. So shout out to Darius Leonard. But back to the uh, Miami Heat and Bam Adebayo. Um, next week they got a good week uh, coming up. We play the Knicks this coming Friday, which is I mean tomorrow. We're recording this now. It's tomorrow. By the time it's out, we'll be. <laughs> we can kind of. We can right now. We can do a post game. About the Knicks heat, and then kind of just kind of guess. I think Duncan Robinson's going to go off, probably hit like six threes. I, th- I think Bam's going to have his MVP moment. No, we're, we're, they're in Miami. Oh, they're in Miami? Yeah, we got a homestand. We play oh, oh, oh. the Jazz and the Pacers after this, but uh, right oh, now. Yeah, I think, I think Tyler Hero's going to. I feel that. Okay. But you know we got the shooters, man. You know we got the shooters. The boys are back in town. That that that's the song that's gonna be playing. It's gonna be the boys are back in town. That song, and then it's gonna go at the end. It's gonna go. The heat is on. The heat is on. That, but it's the Knicks, so it's not like we're we're gonna be super excited for uh, you know a victory over the Knicks, but a victory nonetheless moved them to twenty one and eight. 
Um, and then, like I mentioned, we're going to play the Jazz on that Monday. So Donovan Mitchell comes to Miami, and fans are going to be able to see him live. And and I'm honestly optimistic about that game. You know, it's a good West team. It's one of the you know sleepers in the West that people were saying that they have a chance to actually make it to the finals. Um, you know, super high playoff contenders and this and that. I don't really believe in that with the way the West is set up right now, and and the fact that their big man is not offensive at all. Um, I don't think Donovan Mitchell can do it all, you know, on his own. So, and, I, mean, I mean, we even see it now from Andre Drummond. Right. I mean, Andre Drummond was strictly, I mean, just defense and, you know, 16 and 16 nights, which was nice. I mean, you know, probably it was nice, but right. nobody was ever talking about him amongst the best centers, you know, in the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we were even talking about, Right, right. No, he can rebound a ball and he can put up points. He's a big dude, so when he really gets in there and and finds his his space and stuff, he he's, he knows what to do. So. If he really wants to prevail, I mean, nobody's going to sit there and prevail in Brooklyn like that. So, of course. But um, back to Miami again. We play the Pacers on Friday, next Friday, which is going to be interesting to me because, you know, without Oladipo, I understand. uh, But this team is playing good right now. And I want to see how we play against this type of team that is projected to be better than us this season. And they're not playing better than us, and it's not to say that they're not playing. They're playing worse. They're nineteen and nine, and and they're playing really good basketball right now. They just beat the Lakers at home. Um, I want to see how we play this team, uh, you know, and and give it to them at home. Correct. So that's going to be interesting. And then that following, well, Friday and then Saturday, we got a back to back versus Philly at home. So four game homestand: Knicks, Jazz, Pacers, then back to back on with the Sixers. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. We're going to need their legs. And we're going to need, uh, you know, Kelly Olenek, if he's going to play, to do something. He played seven minutes last night. Myers Leonard had second quarter minutes for the first time in how no, you know, who knows how long. That, um, that Laker, Laker Bucks game. Mm-hmm. But right now, like, the amount of superstars is just wild. And even the amount of guys claiming for the title of best in the, in the world is changing every 
Mm-hmm. And then the bar for the rookies oh, yeah. is so high, oh, yeah. especially this year. Zion Williams is not even playing. So you got guys like John Morant, Nunn, Hero, P.J. Washington, you know, like just just guys that are balling. I'm missing somebody. Oh, Hachimura. Hachimura's balling. Um, you know, just, just stuff like that where, you know, there's somebody to look at new. There's somebody new to look at every which way you look in the league right now. And, and that also speaks to talent 25 years and younger. Right. And what's crazy is that, like, we forget so quickly about one player, one player. And it's like, you know, this guy's in his second or third year. And you're like, all right, well... Who's this guy? You know, like look at a Marvin Bagley. It was so hype for him. He got picked second overall, yeah. over a Trey Young, over a Luka Doncic, right? Over a, you know. Well, are we sure about that? Was he second? I'm gonna look that up right now. I'm pretty sure he was. But if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But. Marvin Bagley draft. Oh wow! No, you could very well be right, but for some reason, round one pick two. Okay. It was Aiden and then him. Oh, that that's what it is. Aiden draft. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Trey Young went like six. Doncic went like five, and they went like five and six, or six and seven. Trey Young was five. Yeah, because Atlanta was three, and then but they traded their rights to Dallas, who was five. So Atlanta drafted. Yeah, Dallas, three. Atlanta drafted yeah, Dallas, at three. And yeah, at three. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not mad with Trey Young. Trey Young is a special player, Dude. but a Luka Doncic. Right. Then it was like, oh, it's Kevin Durant. And people are like, oh, it's Kawhi Leonard. But people are like, oh, don't forget about, you know, Anthony Davis. Right. And then now we're talking about, oh, it's definitely Giannis. But then, Facts. but then, Doncic and, and, and uh, LeBron playing against each other, people are like, oh, like they're very similar. Like, <laughs> like now maybe it's Doncic. It's like, it's crazy. I mean, the Doncic LeBron, I get like, eh, no. I get the fact that they're both very unselfish. They make their players around them better with, you know, IQ, timely passes, and, you know, just affecting the game in, in a mental way. But the athleticism is what separated LeBron from the pack at, you know, at the beginning of everything. Yeah, and, and, and my thing, like, as much as... And Doncic is way more finesse yeah. than uh, athleticism. Yeah, he's a vet. He was, he he's a vet. Fifteen years old, playing in a grown man league. He's a vet. Playing against grown men, I don't care if it's G League, NBA, overseas. I don't care what league it is. If you're fifteen years old, playing with grown ass men and balling, yep, you win. You're playing the league of grown ass men, and at the age of nineteen, you win the most valuable player of the league. Mm-hmm. At nineteen, nah, you're you're different. 
You're, you're, you're great for this. Has to be. So, I mean... But, my, but real quick, like I was saying, as much as people want to compare Giannis to LeBron, and this is obviously no disrespect to LeBron, but Giannis is in the class of his own. Like, we've never, as much as we say we've never seen LeBron, we've, I've never seen a Giannis. Yeah, no, you've never seen it, you know, and you can't deny that you haven't because... With what I was saying, with what we saw with LeBron was the athleticism was, is what separated him. LeBron being a six eight, you know, skinny guy at, at first, you know, at first he was a skinny guy coming out of high school and super athletic, super jumpy, uh, pretty strong for his size. But this dude Giannis came out of nowhere in his length. We've never seen his length like we we look at Kevin Durant like a you know, weird species. And then you look at AD, like, damn, he's, but it's like, he's like a step above as far as. That's why a lot of people hold, you know, keep kind of waiting for a Brandon Ingram because he fits the same kind of, you know, mold. Right. But Giannis, I feel like he's longer. That dude's strong. That dude's scary strong. Like, they showed him. It's dominant strong. They showed him this year to when he came in the league at 19. It's crazy what you can do. So, I mean, tonight alone, he went 11 for 19, 7 of 10 from the free throw line, 34 points. I mean, against Anthony Davis in 43 minutes, put up 36 points, 11 of 25. He missed six of his three-pointers. Imagine he would have hit two of those. Um, Giannis had 11 and 7. Right, like, how do you stop this? And the team had to definitely go out of their way to be like... Because, like, bro, like, yeah, and, like, nobody's talking bad about Lamar. Like, everybody loves Lamar. Nobody's bringing up the fact that, you know, obviously you could probably name, you know, five, seven, maybe ten other quarterbacks in the league that can throw better than him. Right. But the fact that his athleticism is barring none to anybody yep. everybody's saying he's hands down MVP. MVP. And, he, and he's... Revolutionizing the league. Right. And and to and to that point, to that point, it's like everybody wants to everybody's gonna, you know, pick a side and with Lamar Jackson and Giannis, it's everybody loves them. You know, the general crowd loves them and gives them that respect, but there are gonna be those people that you know, looked at Lamar Jackson, obviously, and then, you know, the people that bring up uh, Giannis's jump shot and the fact that, you know, he can't create, like, his own sometimes and this and that. Now, these dudes are 22 Lamar Jackson, 25 Giannis, and, you know, just now cracking that, you know, that that next level to be able to play this game for the next 10 years. You know what I mean? So, crazy. Already won a Heisman. <laughs> Been there, done that. And it's no disrespect to Joe Burrow. It's just that the fact that everybody missed, for sure. For sure, because he, he did win the Heisman. He did win the Heisman. You got to respect it. And I do think that LSU is still going to win this championship. So, um, But, yeah, back to that superstar point. It's, it's crazy what we 
And what we were able to witness tonight, because we don't know how much more you know times we're going to be able to see this LeBron versus Giannis, Anthony Davis and LeBron versus Giannis, and they both, um, the Lakers and the the Bucks, delivered tonight on a TNT night. Now, don't get it twisted. The, the the Bucks were blowing out the Lakers for a good portion of the game. The Lakers had to fight, and and they have the talent to you know make it a comeback. Yeah, but yeah, it was over. dot com. It's just a different way. Don't ask the Bears where you place them. That was crazy. And that's always going to be crazy. But um, Trubisky actually kind of, you know, opened up the conversation as far as, oh, you know, I'm always going to be linked to them. It is what it is. What's crazy is that I was listening to this, and they were saying that Trubisky's played in 10 more games than Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes has like a thousand something more passing yards. He's got less ten less touchdowns, ten more uh excuse me, ten less interceptions. I don't even want to see their stat lines placed next to each other. I'm sure Mahomes is dust and just like leaves and clear in the rear view. I mean, it's it's not his fault, but who how did they not know? Yeah, I mean it's kinda of like how Dane Jones. No, like how <laughs> Philip Rivers has and will always be connected with Ben Roethlisberger and Eli. You know, Eli one two, Ben two. Yeah, but respectfully, I mean, was on Rivers. yeah, it's kind of where yeah. Trubisky is at in his draft class. Like, yeah, you were taking over Deshaun Watson, who, like I just said, if he can figure it out and stay healthy, and the coach can figure out what he's doing, he could be. Because he's smart too. Yeah, he could be more broken than Mahomes. He makes. He can make irrational decisions, but he's a smart quarterback. And then you got Mahomes, who is just, I mean, like passing wise, I've never seen it look. And then, and then running wise, we've never seen it for Lamar. We've seen the far, we've seen the 
And it's like he's taking a page out of a page out of Favre's book. I mean, Favre, you got to give credit to Favre. You know, we, a great legend where Mahomes is literally just he did the Kobe Jordan, you know, and and took that and ran with it. And respects to him because he's perfected his craft and he knows exactly how to manipulate defenses with his unique way of throwing the ball and making plays with his eyes and and his legs as well. He's athletic. Um, so, oh, them playoffs is going to be interesting. You just mentioned those Pro Bowl quarterbacks, and they're all, you know, playoff quarterbacks. Um, well, Deshaun Watson's sitting on the horizon. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a lock. And uh, Lamar Jackson is a Super Bowl favorite, probably. And on the NFC, you got, like you said, NFC Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and uh, Drew Brees, who, shout out Drew Brees. Greatest of all time. I would say, I would say Mount Rushmore is them four: is Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Peyton Manning. I wouldn't because it's Super Bowls. Yeah, but he got the passing touchdown record. Man, and the passing yards record. I mean, I understand Peyton. Peyton, Peyton, Peyton and he's won two. Two different teams. Yeah, I mean, obviously, granted. No, Peyton's got three. No, 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 Peyton's got two. I'm sorry. Peyton's got two. Um, but what he did with Denver, what he did with Denver was, was he'd go into Denver and – that year that they got blown out in the Super Bowl versus the Seahawks. I just feel like, put it this way, because I feel like we have to, like, I understand, okay, so I understand when we're talking about Brady's long time. Rings and championships weigh a lot. I get that. I understand that that's why people will never put, you know, Kobe, I mean, uh, LeBron above Jordan. Get it? If it matters to you, fine. I get it when he's winning, whatever. But when we're talking about the greatest of all time in any given sport, you have to understand there's certain people can't control where they go, who they get coached by, the organization, the, what pieces are put around them. They can't control any of that. They can only control what they themselves have the power to do. And a lot of people are put in better situations than other people. Not to say it takes away from their greatness, but as far as championship wins, I mean, we got we got to look at it like that. And that's why I feel like if you're gonna throw in Montana for the for the four ring debate, I feel like he kind of gets trumped by Brady. And if we're taking Joe Montana versus Aaron Rodgers, we're talking talent wise. Right. Fair enough. Aaron Rodgers talent wise, just does, I mean, one of the greatest performances I've ever seen is the Monday Night game when they when you know, the Bears acquired it was actually last year. No, was it? No, it was Monday Night. Sunday Night. Yeah, the first thing I get in the air, but you start clearing like all the type. Dude comes back off a year being injured, comes back. Gets injured. Gets injured, comes back out and is and does the throw he makes on one leg. He had them throw that throw to Geronimo Allison. On one leg comes I've never seen Yeah, he was limping. He was carrying that leg around with Khalil Mack yeah. on his back. And we've seen, you know, countless Aaron Rodgers performances. That's 
And then this season, you know, just the smoothness. I feel like it's it's looked easy for the for the Packers this year and the Aaron Rodgers with Aaron Jones being able to run that ball as his best friend. Um, you know, it's a shame Aaron Jones didn't make the Pro Bowl, but hey, that, it is what it is. I know McCaffrey got it, and I'm and Dalvin Cook. I'm sure got it. See, you know, he didn't gonna give it to see, but he probably. I don't even know what what he's looking like. I think he's a top five rusher though. Oh, I agree. So. Four, yeah, without four short. Yeah, I'm saying like stat wise. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I agree. So. Going into week, what are we, week 16? Week 16, they're going to have Saturday football, I believe, this week. We got Jets, Patriots. Uh, my bad. Let's start over. Going into this week, we got Bills, Patriots in Foxborough. Division, you know, type on the line. Still some dependence, but. Ooh. On Sunday Night Football. Granted, Devlin Hodges sucks. <laughs> but. For sure. But we're going to see next week what, uh you know, what these teams can do as far as NFL. Playoffs are right on the horizon. So. It's going to be a lot of implications. So next week's going to be fun. We'll probably do something Tuesday following these NFL games. As far as everything else, follow us on Twitter. Thank you guys for listening. ATS Pod uh, on Instagram, official ATS Pod or ATS Pod official. I believe it's the latter. Signing out. I don't know her name. She wanna have my child. Laughing to the bank got me running wild. No, to the pain, so I keep a smile. Gotta keep it stashed up for the trial. Material intentions gotta play a foul. I'm in rap form like a hyena running wild. All the ops getting gunned down. I can't go to sleep, I'm paranoid, and it's way too many homicides. Bought a hundred guns, got my niggas slide. Put the bitch one, now she won't cry. Since it's total fit, I had another vibe. Broken hearted for my bitch every night. I don't know her name, she wanna have my child Laughing to the bank, got me running wild Known to the pain, so I keep a smile I lost connections to the streets and I was in denial I seen a grown man shed tears cause he lost his trial I say the streets are crazy, feeling just to lose a child Have a one-on-one with God, yeah, it been a while I woke up paranoid off drugs, I said I'm tired now I answer my phone in the middle of the night like who done died now Knowing I'm involved, but we gon' slide back when it's dying down I don't know who else no more, you look crazy, I'm fine around I love the streets, it's a portion of me I came from nothing to the voice of the streets I got blood in the streets The way he died, I advised he died in his sleep That's the truth. I can't go to sleep, I'm paranoid And it's way too many homicides Bought a hundred guns, got my niggas slides Put the bitch one, now she won't cry Snitches told the fizz, I had an alibi Broken hearted for my bitch every night I don't know her name, she wanna have my child Laughing to the bank, got me running wild Known to the pain, so I keep a smile Public conversation, got you touching clouds Pop the wrong pill, hit the wrong dial Ain't no visitation, waiting for the trial Took my last name, this ain't about the child Real classy jazzy, we don't do no trolling 
Gotta treat you like you did when you playing bogus See Pluto, you my brother, gotta stay focused Sometimes I get in my feelings too, I wish I would troll you They tryna go viral off DMs, that's why I'm anti-social I'm just tryna teach the killers not to use emotion I got a whole bitch, don't think about my old bitch I'm just tryna live my life and catch this moment I can't go to sleep, I'm paranoid And it's way too many homicides Bought a hundred guns, got my nigga slides Fuck the bitch one, now she won't cry Snitches told the fizz I had an alibi Broken hearted for my bitch every night I don't know her name, she wanna have my child Laughing to the bank, got me running wild No, I'm to the pain, so I keep a smile Nigga ain't even get no sleep behind this shit You make a temporary decision That cause permanent pain Shit ain't going on That hood mentality feel like I'm gonna do anything